Well, hello. This is my first time uh, doing an episode of this podcast on YouTube. I uh, so yeah, here we go. Video now available. Uh, if you are just now finding this channel, welcome. Uh, Shari, Sh- Sherry, Shari. I think Shari is that how you pronounce your name? It's wonderful. Thank you for being here. Um, if you're new to this, I am someone who has grown up religious in a Protestant tradition of Christianity and went to school, did, um, uh, did a bachelor's degree in biblical studies, had a fantastic experience doing that. And um, learned a lot, learned a lot about myself, learned a lot about the Christian tradition, uh, had various ups and downs on what I believed and what I felt like I couldn't believe anymore, and then finding myself returning to those beliefs, and then just a back and forth and up and down in a in an upside down kind of a way but um recently i would say uh in the last year with a lot of thanks to uh the bible project some friends that i made in college um and some uh people on youtube have really helped me to think differently uh, about my faith. So this podcast, unlike some other folks who have some kind of expertise, uh, like uh, one of the fellows that has been very influential for me, specifically recently, has been Jonathan Paggio, um, specifically in the way that he's helped me read the texts of our faith, of, of the Christian faith, and um, look for meaning more than just a, a propositional statement of what, you know, might be being said. And that might sound a little obtuse, uh, but I'm having a, I'm trying to learn how to talk about it um, more clearly. And uh, so this channel, to stop beating around the bush, is a non-expert in anything. Um, trying to think out loud about all of these things. One of the things I'm certain of is that I want to follow Jesus. That's what I'm sure of. Everything else I'm trying to figure out. And uh, I would say that, for me, one of the things that's been the most helpful in trying to find uh, some way to make sense of all of this is to um, talk out loud about what it is that I'm thinking. And... 
one of the things I've been thinking about today, what I've done to this point for this has been mostly just stories, putting short, you know, quick thoughts out there to get some engagement. And um, I had some great comments, great, great comments from... um, I would who I think that I think a couple atheist uh, folks here on YouTube who uh really pressed me on on one of the videos I put out but um uh it was very helpful it was, it was interesting that's kind of what I'm looking for here is to people to interact with people who might agree with with some of the things that I've some of the things I'm thinking about or said or claimed and then people who want to challenge that and uh, I think that's how we I used to be afraid of that. I used to find people, atheists, um, and then even Christians who thought about God and the role faith plays in the world and who thought differently from me. I thought I was kind of afraid of them because so much of what I thought made my faith valid was my particular understanding of that faith. And um, I'm a musician. I have music online. Um, I've been playing music for a long time. And now my primary job, so to say, uh, my career is making music for church. And in the middle of all of that, in the, in the midst of doing that work, I am trying to, trying to, make a concerted effort to really dig into what the heck the universe is about what, what is happening what, what is um the meaning of things and pajot's been very helpful sherry yes pajot big fan of pajot i i am too um i think a lot of people are like me who have um they're certain that they want to follow jesus but they're open to finding out how that, what that means. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk about today is the tradition from which I've, I've kind of grown into the faith from, which is the Protestant tradition. And one of the things that I think is a problem for many Protestants um, there is this animosity towards tradition as though it's a something that you can avoid and should avoid. I think both of those things are impossible for Christian faith. Now, um, I used to be a really good Calvinist, really good free church evangelical fundamentalist Calvinist. and. Uh, I had many conversations in Bible college about why tradition is bad and why it should be avoided. Uh, but it's, it's clear to me now that not only can you not avoid tradition if you want to be a Christian, but I don't think you should. And for some of you, that might be obvious, but it wasn't always obvious to me. And... Um, there are a lot of churches now, pro- Protestant churches, who actually, in their maybe statement of faith, would say something like, we follow no creed or tradition. 
and that statement um, condemns itself. It's uh, that's a creed. That's like a it's you're making a statement, declaring that your tradition is the only one that you'll have, while also saying I'm not going to follow a tradition. Um, the Bible itself comes to us through a tradition, Old and New Testament. And the formation of, of the Bible has come about from the diligent and patient work of men throughout history who have thought very deeply about what Jesus' life means for the universe. And um, I want to try to find a, a way to talk about that and use that and uh, in a way that invites people to, to want to embrace that tradition. One of the things that I have... One of the things that doesn't, it bothers me, is just how divided the church is. You know, I know our Eastern Christian friends would say the church isn't divided. It's been alive and well in the East, and it's all over the world, and they're unified. And I think that's a, a lovely thing, and I'm learning more about that. Um, and there is a valid criticism to Protestantism being a tradition of protest that has resulted in literally thousands of factions of people deciding that their version of the faith is actually the right version of the faith. And um, that is really sad to me. There's another channel on YouTube called Gospel Simplicity, and I haven't listened to a lot of this guy, but I did see that he openly explored Catholicism and Orthodoxy, and I believe he's from a Protestant background, and I really admire that. And that is something that is, I think the fear that I had is a fear that a lot of people share that fear of stepping out of what's familiar, especially those of us who've come from Protestant churches, whether that's Baptist or a form of Pentecostalism or a uh, Churches of Christ, Disciples of Christ. There's a lot. I'm non-denominational. There's a fear of, if I leave this, I could be leaving, the, I could be leaving behind the truth. And um, I just think that this thing is bigger than that. And there's something more true about it than... There's, more, there's something more true about Christianity than I ever anticipated thinking. Um, and so this channel is just about trying to find a way to embrace the Christian tradition and discover the meaning of why we're here. And one of the things that I've found just exposing myself to these people who are experts in 
in Christian Christian history and um philosophy and um uh there's really robust thinkers out there in the world and who give confident and powerful defenses of why believing not only in God but in the in Jesus and in the logos in the God of the Bible as being the one true God and how it's not one of the things that's occurring to me is it's not an it's not as though the world exists and I think this is how I conceptualized this faith before the world exists and God sort of exists infusing himself in to tell us what the right way to live in the world is and while I don't know that that's completely off I do I think it's more like reveal it's revealing this faith reveals the actual patterns of how the universe works how the world has been made not just how we should live in the world but how the actual structure of everything has been created and it's like uh it takes it takes the entire universe and the Christian tradition, the, the, the traditions of worshiping this God illuminates, it gives the pattern of, of what it is, what it all means, what it all, what holds it together. And living within that, living within, living in that reality is what Christian Christianity is about. Understanding that there it's not just that God wants you to be a certain way, it's that there is there is a way to exist. And um I don't know how we get that without tradition. And I just want to I want to I want to uh open myself to that. Because I think it's valuable and it helps people it 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 really brings the bible itself to to life in a different way that it's saying something fundamentally true about the nature of reality and um if it's not true if it's if if there's not a if there's not one who holds all of us all of everything together from whom all things have their being then nothing means anything. And I, this was a conversation we had in one of the videos I had in the comment section, and I had to give up on commenting. It was taking a lot of time in the day, but um, I talked to a gentleman back and forth, and um, he gave some interesting points. And one of the things that he said was, uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. I won't waste your time. Um, Basically, was meaning doesn't have if meaning doesn't exist, then if meaning doesn't exist, then meaning doesn't exist, and you can what means what makes meaning for you is meaning, 
is meaningful, I guess is one way to say it. So what, what you determine to be meaningful is literally the meaning of whatever it is that you're considering or, or doing or, or speaking. But I just can't get around if there is no meaning, then there is nothing. And this is something that I mentioned in, in, my, in a short it was, if there is no if there is no structure, there's no hierarchy, if that is an illusion, then if there is no order, and by order I, I mean if there is no way a thing should be, I don't know how everything isn't just chaos. And I don't mean chaos like oh like like the war for example that's going on in Ukraine right now, like that's that's a form of chaos for sure. I mean chaos in like the primordial sense of chaos of being black watery abyss, just chaos. Nothing is distinguishable from any other thing. But we know that's not reality. That is not how we experience the world. There is an order. There are ways that things should be. Um, there, not even just should be. There are ways that things are. And to me, that, that makes necessary the, real, the idea that there is an orderer. That there is order means there is an orderer. And if there is an orderer, we're part of that order. And we have some kind of, we have some kind of, I don't even know how to say, um, we have some sort of responsibility to understand where we fit in that order. I'm going to close the door real quick. And um, an atheistic worldview where there is no order, it's just, it is just a happenstance that we exist. There, it's just, and that obviously devolves into determinism, which also isn't our experience of reality and also makes any kind of st- it makes justice, the idea of justice or, or right or wrong, completely um, art, like arbitrary and, and like impossible, actually. And uh, that, I don't know how to get around that. I don't, I, uh, it, I can't see how it doesn't devolve into nihilism. And why it shouldn't devolve into nihilism, right? There's no, just whatever it is, is is happening. And the difference between, uh, say, uh, you know, a baby nursing at its mother's breast, as opposed to the mother throwing the baby out the window, has no, one's not right or wrong, it's just what happens. But we know that that's, we know that that's not, we know one of those is wrong. One is what ought not to be. And that, to me, just speaks to 
the reality that there's someone who's ordering this thing, who's who's making those making those oughts. I'm even struggling how to say it. Like the one who makes the ought, what ought to be, comes from the one who makes the thing. Uh, and this is where tradition comes in. The Christian tradition has this incredible story of what, of how we are here, the story of God picking Israel to be the ones through whom he brings, brings order to the world uh, and through whom the Messiah comes. And it is Jesus who is the, is the human we are made to be, come, like, which is where Paul talks about, you know, when we share in his glory, this. Uh, I heard Jay Dyer, he's another guy I've been listening to. He's an interesting guy. He's a little more, uh, in, in his own words, he's a little more spicy than, uh, than some of these other folks. But he makes good points about, uh, he makes a good point about an uncreated life. An un, uh, God himself in being involved with the world with us, showing us the way the world is to be. Um, and if that's the case, we, why wouldn't you want to live in that world? If the maker is knowable in Christ, and that story is that we will we are going to be like him and that by the spirit now we even share in his body we are part of we are a part of god's story why wouldn't you want to live in that story why wouldn't you want to be a part of that story and what is a story if not a tradition and um you know and in a lot of American Protestant churches, it's where I am, so I don't really know. I guess they're all the same, but in this regard, this uh, this kind of this this foolish rejection of tradition ignores the patterns that have been observed through by Christians forever, and this rejection of this history and this story, with the exception of the Bible, which again, that just kind of it doesn't make any sense when you. It doesn't make any sense when you just sit for five minutes and think about it. How can you reject tradition and, ha- and accept the Bible? It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. And what it kind of leads to is this idea that you can make up the story for yourself. It's like a, materialism is a big problem. And, and it's, I know this seems kind of, I'm pulling things from all directions right now. It's just like in my mind, it's driving me crazy. but. I hope it's not driving you crazy, but um, it's it, the kind of atheism and modern, t- uh, your average modern Protestant Christians' worldview are really similar. 
and it the american project of you can be whoever you want to be and your life's meaning can be whatever you want it to be whatever you make it to be uh, and then but for christians we just kind of insert god into that story so that we have you know something to we have a way of making meaning that we you know is the good one is the good way to make meaning it falls up it falls apart if it's not actually woven it if it's not telling the story as it's been told through history through the tradition it's a new story it's a different story uh it's i don't want to con like condemn all of protestants either because because i am one and you know um there was something about jesus even before i came to try to came into this kind of be exposed to specifically this eastern christian tradition um there was something there was always something about jesus that made it i was willing to insert him into that because he was compelling you know even if i didn't know exactly why and I think that's what a lot of people feel in my in, in Protestant churches that even though our world our lives may reflect an atheistic my way or the highway life Christians in the Protestant church are compelled by Jesus in a way that just allows them to insert him in there when they don't really have a grounding there's no pattern or story or tradition of this universal principle, this unifying principle of God holding all things together, making meaning, creating this hierarchy of being, and showing us how to live inside of the hierarchy according to what the way that He's made us to live in that, 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 that is, um, it, it's sort of odd that that happens. It's sort of odd that that can happen, that the grounding of the faith can be kind of swept out, but yet there's something about Jesus that has allowed for, there's something about Jesus that has allowed for people to hold a materialistic worldview where, you know, science rules the day, but we're okay with believing in Jesus, even if I can't explain it. And I think that actually gets down to the issue. I think it can be explained. And I think before I, I just thought it can't be explained. Like, nothing can be explained. Um, it can be explained. It, it can be explained when you, when you have this story. This story explains it. Um, everything from like even the early the creation story, like the the it's outlined in a, like a incredibly intricate way, where uh, it's poetry and it's literarily it's like a genius, a product of genius. But it's these little stories in these very short forms, giving a window into the structure of the universe and our role inside of it and 
it like makes me very, very happy to think about it that way. That uh, it's like a, an incredible privilege. And uh, so I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm just trying to find a way to, uh, to understand that. And that's what this channel is going to be. Just, if you're looking for expert advice, I'm not your guy. I can help you write a song. I can help you play music. Um, but uh, I'm just thinking out loud. And looking for, looking for anyone out there who might be thinking the same things I am. The world is beautiful when you think of it like this. We're not just the product of a big bang that resulted in all matter coming about and we're just fishing around for trying to find a way to stay alive. That that's not beautiful. That's chaos. That's a disaster. But this is uh this is something more. The world is something more than that. Love, like when you really f feel loved from someone, that's something. That's something. Um, beauty. That's something. Something's happening. When you see something beautiful and you experience something really beautiful. It, something's happening there. And I, I don't know how to explain that if we're just wet chemical processes floating on a rock into an infinite nothing. That, I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> That's a weird that's a weird place to be. It's a very weird place to be. I want to live in the world where... I want to live in a world where the one who made it and made me cares. It not just cares about me, but cares that I live into the, the thing that he's made me to, to be. Into the father he's made me to be. Into the husband he's made me to be into the friend he's made me to be, and ultimately into the human, into the Ross that he's made me to be. And we can know that, I think. I think we can know that. Yeah. That's all for now. Gotta go make some more music. Thanks for being here, everybody.